Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Today is Friday, woot woot, April 21st. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today I've got my sweet man, Jay St. John, on the podcast with me and we're gonna wrap up this week talking about uh, what it's like to work together full-time as a couple and we're gonna leave you, I hope, with some things that are just gonna encourage you. So if you're thinking about working together with your spouse or you know somebody who is, share this podcast with them and let's get some encouragement from the Word of God. Jay, welcome back. All right, here we go. So I'm happy that you're here today with me again, and today is Friday. This is the second uh, day that we have been in New Mexico. We came in on Wednesday. We're all there, there, they, we were there all day on Thursday, and we're back again. Love it down here. I've had some opportunity to meet some really awesome people. Wonderful people down here in New Mexico. Yeah, and every time we come down here, this is our second time. Actually, my sister lived in New Mexico for a while, so we came to Albuquerque to visit her, and that's where we learned about um, Children of the Earth. Yeah, we haven't actually seen one, but we've heard horror stories about them. Haley had seen one. That's how we heard about it. Right. Haley was like, you should Google a child of the earth. Well, and also the spiders, the too. The spiders, she oh my goodness. It's like being a, in the South a little bit, like, you know, only more deserty and less hot, less What did you human. call it? Jurassic Park Insect Edition? <laughs> yes, I said, this is Jurassic Park Insect Edition. We, we laugh about the time that we lived in the South and love it down there, but we were like, this is why the people in the South are so hardy. Because everything in the South is trying to kill you. <laughs> like, we just don't have those kinds of, we have, well, we have volcanoes. And I guess that makes us kind of a little more, a yeah, little tougher. Yeah, I guess Earthquakes so. and yeah. various things. Anyway, uh, but we're coming back today to talk a little bit more about what it's like to work together. And we thought about a couple of things, a couple more things that we wanted to just share to sort of wrap this series up. But we hope that you've been encouraged. If you have questions or if there's something that you'd like us to address on the podcast, please shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. If you are in uh, the area next weekend, I'm going to be in Katy, Texas for Fearless. So come on out. Registration for that event closes in just a couple of days so that we can be sure to have enough food for everybody. Uh, but we hope that you'll come out and join us. We bring uh, our whole our whole family that does the conferences comes with us. So our grown daughters come down and they will be doing uh, worship with my husband. And they, you can expect several hours of teaching, a lot of fun. We do giveaways, but mostly it's just me getting you guys into the word of God and teaching you how to be who God's created you to be in a culture that has rejected uh, the Lord Jesus and the word of God. So come on out. I think you guys are gonna have a great time with that. Also, if you're in the Northeast area, I will be in New Jersey. I'm kind of excited. I want to get my New Jersey accent on. Oh, you'll pick it up when you're there. No well, problem. I tried and I can't do it. I don't know for whatever reason, the Southern thing is super easy. Like we've said, all the kids say, once you get there and you hear everyone talking that way, <laughs> you just kind of blend right I in. I know. It always makes my kids mad because they're like, mom, represent. You're from the Northwest. You don't talk like that. And then it takes me a while when I come back to sort of get back to normal. So it is fun, though. It is fun. I I really like the accent. I really like is up in the UP. So that's what you know. If I could figure out that one, we would have a hoot and holler and good time with that. All right. So, babe, we've been talking about working together and what that's been like for us. We've been working. Uh, obviously, we've we've been together almost thirty years and working together for fifteen years, but working together full time, as in this is our livelihood. Now for the last 10 years. And I would I think it's fair to say that the Lord has taught us um some really important <laughs> some really important <laughs> lessons. I think we've learned uh, to we're learning stuff. I think we're always learning, right? To to uh to trust the Lord. And the last couple of points that um that we wanted to make for everybody today, the first one I think maybe even more important than the than the last one, is to make prayer 
a part of your everyday life, like with your kids, every little thing that you can think of. And we talked about this a lot, especially I did during the elections. And I was just telling my husband a couple of days ago, um, I'd like to get back as a family to praying as fervently as we did for the elections again, because I think there's so much power. Well, we know, I don't think we know that there is power in prayer and that, and it's never been more evident in our lives than as we've walked through this process of uh, launching our own business and certainly launching the busy mom and now writing for Tyndale. And uh, we have a nonprofit organization that Jay and I uh, work for and founded, and we're starting a homeschool resource center. So throughout the Bible, uh, believers are really called to pray. It's not an option for the believer. It's actually imperative. And I think in the culture, we've largely forgotten the power of prayer. We've forgotten how amazing uh, it is to have access to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords through prayer. So if you're considering uh, quitting your job and working together as a couple, if you're considering anything that you're considering, if you're considering homeschooling, if you're considering a move, everything that we do, every decision that we make, the Bible says should be guided uh, by the Holy Spirit through prayer. We want to learn to listen to the Lord. So the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 that we're supposed to pray continually. Um, I love it in Acts that you read about the apostles and the people who were the early followers of Jesus. There's so much uh, is devoted in the Word of God to the power of prayer and why they did it and how often they did it. And Acts 1.14 says that they all joined together constantly in prayer. And I think if if you're talking about working together as a husband and wife, Now's a good time to shore up your prayer life. That's right. If God's, God invites us in a journey with him, and Jesus modeled out this when he was on the earth. He, you know, he said over and over that he listens to the Father. He does what the Father says. He's in communication with the Father. And that's what prayer is. It's communication with God. It's hearing what he's asking us to do. It's talking, sharing with him our struggles and asking for help with things. It's asking for um, blessing for other people and guidance. It's just, it's it's a relationship. It's a mm-hmm. life. It's, and biblically speaking, God is a personal being. He wants to have a personal relationship with us. He's not, you know, this, this pie in the sky spirit that doesn't care and doesn't want to be involved. Actually, the Bible shows us that the opposite is true, that he wants to be involved in our everyday lives. He's right here with us. Prayer groups and prayer times are usually not very well attended in churches. Mm. And it's I think it's because people think when they're told, you know, we're having a prayer meeting, we want to pray, you think of it as just being this dry, you know, we're saying these things to this, you know, disconnected God who might may or may not listen to what we're having to say. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is God is walking with us all the time, 24-7. That's why he says, you know, pray without ceasing, because we are talking to God as we do everything we do. Mm-hmm. And if we if we have that mindset, we're going to be closer to where to where he is and what he's wanting us to do, staying away from sin, seeing the blessing that comes from following him, seeing him move and do miracles around us. I mean, this is where we want to be. Yeah, it is. And Luke one thirty seven says that nothing is impossible with God. And that means that no prayer is beyond his ability to answer. So whatever it is that you're struggling with, if you're if you're trying if you're struggling through, should we even do this? I know that for Jay and I that was a huge deal. Like there were a lot of times that we were like, should we even should we even do this? And it really was through the through prayer, and I've told the story out on the road a lot, just that how God used our children, our son Skylar in particular, to remind us of something that we already knew to be true about God, but we had forgotten. And I think sometimes we do. We forget how important it is and how God does want to be involved in the everyday, uh, the workings of our life. So, so important. Bring bring it before the Lord in prayer. If you want to work together uh, bring it before the Lord. God already knows it, right? Because he's, hello, he's omniscient. He already knows. <laughs> he's already here, whether you acknowledge him or not. Yeah. And the fact that he's omniscient 
is really important to uh, the concept of prayer, because if God was limited, then he wouldn't know what was happening around us. He wouldn't understand what was coming, which the Bible says he does. He wouldn't know what we were thinking, which God says he does. And so take it to the Lord. He wants us to do that and say, Lord, just lay it out there. Just be gut level honest. We have prayed a lot with our kids over the course of our 28 years of marriage and let our kids see that we don't have all the answers, but praise God, we have access to the one who does. That's right. God is right there with us wanting to hear from us. And our kids, our kids need to see that in our lives as well, that we're trusting God, that our, the communication that we have with Him is fleshing out around us and the things that are, are being done. And honestly, our kids so often, um, they they model this better than we mm-hmm. we would like, I think. I recall a time Hello. in the car when our—it our, might have been the first trip. I think it might have been when the motorhome was in such a or such bad Or otherwise place. known as the refining fire. That's right. And the, the transmission broke, and then we had to be somewhere, and I was so— overwhelmed and frustrated and Spencer from the back, let's pray and ask God, trust God like George <laughs> Mueller did, you know, because we use missionary stories in our homeschooling and with the story of George Mueller, who, who if you haven't read or heard about, you have got to read um, his story from the YWAM missionary series. I'll link back to it today. Yeah. This is a good one. So if you want the book, I'll link back to it in the show notes but today. He said, let's, let's stop and pray and trust God like George Mueller did. And mm-hmm. God will help us. And I, <laughs> and you and all of your godly I, wisdom my said, God, said, shut up, Spencer. <laughs> Cause I was so mad, and it was just like God was like, "Are you kidding me?" And I was like, "I'm so sorry, Spencer. You're right." And we prayed and trusted God, and God did provide, and our kids got to see that, you know, that it really is true. You trust and and pray and talk to God, and He 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 knows the things that we need. He mm-hmm. knows what we need to be clothed. He knows that we need to be fed, and He will take care of us as we as we trust and follow Him. Yeah, that's right. And it's not a guarantee against suffering. I think it's important for people to know, you know, we pray and it's not a guarantee. We come humbly before the God of the universe and we do what James said. We make our prayers and petitions known to him and then we wait and we see how he's going to answer. But wow, you know, I think uh, the times that we have prayed with our kids especially, and we saw amazing things happen this election season. I mean, we prayed for miracles and we saw miracles upon miracles. And I I don't want to forget that as we move forward. Um, from a time, you know, I think we're, I don't know, we're lazy, I think, as, as Christians, you know, it's tough. It is a spiritual discipline to take things before the Lord in prayer. And when you don't see an answer right away and you feel discouraged, guess what? That discipline, even harder. It's even harder because you're like, well, wah, wah. I, I've been praying for this for months. I haven't seen any movement. And God didn't say, I'm going to answer you at thus and such a time. He said, if you need wisdom, ask for it. If you're suffering, come before me and and take it before the Lord in prayer. God said, bring it to me. But he's not a genie in a bottle. You know, this is the, the God of the universe that we're coming before. So um, whether you feel up to it or not, just know that your prayers are having an impact. I, I can't remember where you were. We were talking about this. Uh, I met a woman not too long ago who's just going through a terrible, she's lost uh, one of her children. And there's a verse in the Bible that says, I think it's in the Psalms, where God says that um, that He He collects our tears in a bottle, and of course we've heard you know that He's near to the brokenhearted, that He binds up their wounds. God's heart is for you, whether you're suffering or whether you're in a season of incredible joy. He cares about you. The fact that He the Bible would say that that He binds up your wounds, um, He understands suffering. He's acquainted with it, and there's nothing that you can't take to the Lord in prayer. So that's a it's a huge important uh, point we want to make. And the last one in this series is that. Um, God, we you want we want you to learn to expect God to show up, and that's part of the prayer that we're talking about. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, you, you, God is there, wants to talk to you. He will show up because mm-hmm. He cares. He is here for us. Mm-hmm. So, if he you w- think you've heard from Him, 
if God's saying, hey, step out in the water, you know, Jay, you've often said that a lot of what God's asked you and I to do in the last 15 years has been like that with that illustration well, in I Indiana think of Jones. Indiana Jones, I think it's the Temple of Doom, I think. I'm not sure. I don't know those movies real well. We're dating but ourselves. I know. I just know that there's a scene in the movie where he comes out to a precipice. There's this huge cavern. cavern. And he looks across where he needs to go. And Is he looking for the Holy Grail? That might have been what it was. <laughs> I can't and remember. He looks across. There's just no way. Like he, he can't make it across this thing. And he has this this book from his father. And he's and the thing he was supposed to this step of the of the journey he was supposed to trust God and take a step of faith. And you know he doesn't want to do it. And he because there's nothing down there. There's nothing down there. He's just going to fall to his death if he takes a step. And so. Um, he throws a little bit of sand or something on the ground. I forget how that happens. Or no, he takes this step. That's what it was. Then he realizes there is a bridge here. Mm-hmm. And then he steps back and throws sand out and he sees it actually, it was just hidden. Yeah. He just didn't know it was there. And I feel like that a lot in the steps that God's asked us to do, because it some of the steps that we've had to take uh, seem to be like financial suicide or just, you know, <laughs> just like, why would you give up yeah. what you have that's good here to do something, th- this other thing that, you know, you don't even know if it's going to work. And yet God, I think, often stretches us to that point. I just want to reiterate very strongly, lest you all jump out and you know start taking steps of faith that aren't really from the Lord, <laughs> you've got to be looking at what God is asking you to do and be yeah. praying like crazy. I mean, is God's Word, in His Word, is He telling you these things in, in your prayer times with Him and your, your giftings and opportunities and godly counsel around you? I mean, all these things need to be lining up. And when they all do, you can go, well... This this is God. Every every aspect I can see, and I, you know I've also found that God is patient with us. You know, there's been times when I've had to take a step and I really drug my feet because I'm just like God, I'm too scared. And then God's fine. He wait. We just just takes longer to find the blessing. Sometimes that God we has take in another it. lap around Mount Sinai. Exactly. That's how it. <laughs> I think sometimes it is. And I just want to you know just encourage you all that in following God, it's not easy, and it isn't. You know, and our journey has not been clear and, and well laid out. Mm-hmm. It's been a whole lot of, you know, anguish before God. Lord, mm-hmm. what do you want us to do? And and having to, you know, work through these things, but then finally, you know, seeing God move, and usually mm-hmm. in a different way than what we thought he was going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how God works. But he shows up. Mm-hmm. He promises that he will. He loves us. He he says, you know, he will never leave us nor forsake us. I mean, he's he's good like and that. His heart, we can yeah, trust I love him. that. His heart toward us is good. And that's I think right. if you're praying about what God's laid on your heart, sometimes God, sometimes you have something on your heart and it's not from God. It's just a selfish desire, something we want to do. And, you know, God is not obligated to bless an idea that doesn't originate with him. <laughs> and so that's why we need to be before the Lord in prayer. And it kind of brings us to our last, uh, to just talking about when you're, when you're expecting God to show up. Then you, then you, what you're saying is, God, no matter what happens, I want to do what you want me to do. And as long as you're in the center of the will of God, there is peace there, that peace that passes understanding. There's grace there. So people sometimes look at Jay and I in our, you know, all those years ago in our sort of broken down motorhome. One of my favorite times is when it broke down in Dr. Dobson's parking lot. That was embarrassing. <laughs> you know, we leave the we left the uh, the interview with all of our kids, and Dr. Dobson's such a, a, a wonderful human being, such a great, a great person. And we'd, Felt I think it was humbling to be able to be on his broadcast, but also really cool for him to meet our kids. And we were feeling sort of triumphant as we left the building, you know, like high five. And you're like, we just did the, you know, the the Dr. Dobson uh, radio show. We Jay goes in to start the the uh, motorhome, and boom, the transmission's gone. So we had to go back, tail between our legs, back into the building, and just go, hey, we're back, you know. And they were gracious and helped us stay in a hotel while we got the transmission fixed. But the, my point is, God, He shows up in unexpected ways, and even in the process of that, which was humbling for us, 
and a little bit on the discouraging side, when you have a victory in your life, you can expect that the enemy is going to come in and try to discourage you. Absolutely. So you got to keep your eyes on on what it is that God has asked you to do. And something that we've learned over all these years of, of ministry together and the highs and the lows, um, first of all, we love working together. I think, you know, we, we've sat down many times and said, we should just quit. Really, I mean, we should quit. Our marriage might be better off for it. Maybe our kids would be better. Maybe we might be financially better off. But at the end of the day, after we after we really pray about it and bring it before the Lord, we know in our hearts that's not what God wants us to do. And we've learned that God is rarely early, but He's never late. And I think that's probably the biggest thing we can leave you with today is that He's going to show up if He's in it, and you're asking Him, Lord, you you we think this is from you. You've asked us to do this thing. Show up, and just like that guy with a hundred dollar bill, and just like uh, Indiana Jones, you know, in whatever it was, the Temple of Doom or whatever, um, God will show up, and you can trust that He will because He says in His Word that He answers. And he's listening, and he wants you to take your dreams before him. And if you want to work together as a husband and wife, take it before the Lord in prayer. And if you're already in the middle of that, and you've been working together for a while, I think we would say, uh, don't give up before you take it before the Lord in prayer. You know, if you're feeling like, I just want to give up, have you prayed about it? God has great things. We know we're on this earth for a very short time. Hmm. Be just open your heart and be willing to do whatever God asks you to do. Because our experience has been that God will take you to places that you just hadn't dreamed of yeah. and bless you beyond what you thought you could be blessed yeah. in in ways that now you know in ways that um, I mentioned earlier. You just can't you can't buy these the the goodness that God gives us. Yep, it's really true. Hey, babe, thanks for doing this with me. Yeah, I I love podcasting with you. You're a hoot and holler in good time. Well, you know, uh, I want to say a quick shout out to everybody who's been praying for us while we've been working on the waterline. Um, a couple of you have been particularly encouraging to us. Uh, thank you for the people who hear me on the podcast and uh, the gal I met in Kansas City who brought me the uh, the little stamp, the checklist. And I think I've gotten no less than three Kiss Me I Voted for Trump shirts in the mail. So <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for clothing, clothing our family. Uh, that's right. And uh, to my friend Caroline uh, Cordell all the way over there in the UK, we uh, are so blessed by all of you who are listening, who are praying for our ministry and praying for our family. And even the tangible ways, uh, there's a family in Maine who sent us uh, maple syrup. It was delicious. Yeah. And I think it just, you know, uh, more than the fact that it was delicious, which it is, it's just the knowledge that people are praying. Yeah. So some of you asked if we could uh, give our mailing address out on the air, and we we do that occasionally, and it is P.O. Box 460, Battleground, Washington, 98604. We love to hear from you. If you can leave a review for us on iTunes, that would be a huge blessing as well. And uh, don't forget to just keep us in prayer. We really appreciate it and actually are dependent on your prayer. So thanks for that, everybody. We appreciate it. And don't forget, you serve an amazing God. We serve an amazing God, the creator of the universe, the Lord of Lords. He is rarely early, but never late. He'll show up when you need him. He's good like that. We'll see you back here next Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.